Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I am your host, Wesley. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today we're talking about Survivor 45, episode 10. And Mary, I gotta say, I'm a bit dumbfounded. You're a bit dumbfounded? I'm a bit dumbfounded by how this episode went. I'm dumbfounded on in many regards. I don't even have, I feel like I'm emotionless from how dumbfounded (laughs) I am. I'm so dumbfounded I am emotionless. Well, I think we just both need to try and have a good cry so we can fit in with everybody else in the episode. And then maybe you'll feel better. <laughs> yeah, there's so this is like the this was the crying episode. I was going to say I'm trying to I was going to say who didn't cry. All the all the girls cried at the sanctuary. Austin? Austin might be the only one who didn't cry. Did Bruce cry? Drew cried. Jake cried. We had, I thought All we the had, women cried. Drew, Drew cried and Jake cried. Drew cried multiple times. All the women cried. There was so much crying. I feel like, well, I mean, Bruce should have cried. He went home. He should have, but he didn't. He probably did. So yeah, Bruce and Austin didn't cry. The two manly men. <laughs> the two manly, manly men. Yeah, there's so much crying. I was like, it got to the point where I thought we were doing a joke. It was like, the biggest joke this episode should have been the boys segment with the licensed music. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. That should have been the biggest joke. But I think the biggest joke is actually all the crying. Well, and there's nothing wrong with showing real emotion. Like we get that there's real emotions happening. It just was random that like this was an, a very filled, tear filled episode. Very tear filled. Very tear filled episode. And they can't help it. It all happened on the same day. I guess, I'm not saying still. they're being inauthentic, but I am saying there's a virus going around. It's called crying <laughs> and they're all infected. Yeah. <laughs> Very a lot of crying here on day eighteen of Survivor. Yeah. It wasn't even anyone's birthday that I know of. <laughs> what? What are you? What, am that I was a, a joke, joke about the guy. What? What's the guy's name? You always make that joke about how he had to do the dishes on his birthday. Oh, Rodney from we yeah. watched that season. <laughs> Nobody would take him on a reward. Yeah. Nobody. And then it was his birthday, and he thought for sure. Somebody would take him on a reward and he mm-hmm. doesn't get picked. He goes back to camp and they play like really dramatic, like angry music. He's like washing dishes on my birthday. And they cut to confessional. He's like, I'm not taking anyone to file three, but myself. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Rod, that's the wrong kind of emotion. Right. I can't. That's that's a fun. That, I mean, that's a stupid season. In a lot of regards, but it's also funny. I think worlds apart's a very uh, people are split on it. But anyway, so we'll talk about Friday 45. I promise. Uh, so I guess let's just start from the beginning because I am dumbfounded by so many decisions this episode. Well, one thing we should know really quick because it was only on the previously on Survivor okay. wasn't mentioned the whole rest of the episode. But yes, Julie still has Austin's idol. Yeah. From what we can tell. They included that almost to remind us that she mm-hmm. had it because we didn't see this episode her giving it back. So no. thank you for bringing that up. I just want to make sure that was remembered because. Yeah. Austin didn't ask for it back. We didn't see anything about it after the, besides that one little clip clip on. Previously. And it had to be included that he put it in her bag because they just need a hey reminder because yeah. maybe next week it I'm comes sure up. I'm sure it's going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. I for real. <laughs> That's a good point. I, I almost forgot all about it during the episode, but thank you for reminding me. So. All right. So we start the episode after the previously on. Uh, Jake says he's now back in the game as a player, not a pawn. Mm, yeah. Whatever makes you feel. Feel good, Jake. I, I like Jake's gusto. I like his energy. I do too. I wish people like got on board with Jake because I think he is such a fun player. He says he doesn't want to sit on his hands. I mean, that's a that's a person after my own heart. You say that and you act like it on Survivor. I I'm all on board. I love when people don't want to sit on their hands. 
Uh, Drew, though, doesn't like Jake and thinks he's Charlie Brown. And Aww. I mean, this is what I mean. Jake feels to me like Owen from 43. Owen yeah. from 43 also the Charlie Brown thing. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Again, we, we see it often. Like people are encouraging to Jake. We saw that in tonight's episode, both Katura and Bruce. And even at Tribal, like even Austin was kind of like, it's not personal. But at some point, it is kind of personal because the people you connect with are the people you trust and the people you trust are the people you work with. So nobody's connecting with with Jake on a personal level yeah. and therefore he's not being... Who's he aligned with really? Right. He's, he hasn't... And that's what Bruce said. You know, you have no alliances and that's why you're on the outs. Bruce knew he could tell Jake something and Jake was going to go snitch and leak it. Yeah. So obviously they're not... Obviously, I mean, even though like the pre-merge, it seemed like Jake and Bruce were a thing. Post-merge, they're not a thing. Like, they're not buddies anymore. No, even though they still love each other, but that's that's good. We heard that. But no, poor Jake. He just kind of had a very. It was it was a low episode for him, but in the end, he voted correctly and he's still there. I mean, that's yeah. good for Jake. He's still there. We'll we'll get into <laughs> this when we do winter analysis. I'm doing a full blown one with Rebecca tomorrow, but. Who does Jake have to vote for him at this point? Even if he reaches the end. Right. No, no. Like if you, even, if you don't even have Bruce on your side. Yeah. Dude. Who That's do you unfortunate. Have? No one will vote for you. At this point, he's just angering people like Drew, Bruce. I mean, who is like pro Jake? Nobody mm-hmm. at this point. He's a good person to take to the end. At he's this a point. goat. He yeah, is a good I guess. Person. Yeah. Uh, Drew then says we must beat Bruce in Munity. And that's kind of the whole episode. Yeah. The episode, by the way, like overplays. Bruce is going to play his idol or but if he doesn't he's going home like he was like hammered into our heads well yeah it was very I mean I was going to say it was very predictable I I was not expecting Bruce to not play his idol he really should have like that was just very low I was really hoping that there would be some sort of tie still and that Julie would still go home because of the re before and I love Julie I'm just saying I was ready for the re before to be taken down and this seemed like the best moment for ha- for it to happen. But yeah, you're right. Like the whole episode was just about Bruce and his idol. And we got some Julie content, which made me feel hopeful that Julie could be also going home. But nope, it was. It, yeah, it was definitely kind of like, here's the outcome of the episode. It all just hinges on oh, Bruce's is he gonna play decision. The idol or not? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, interesting, I guess, because what else like. How else can you spin it when the whole tribe is like, that's all the conversations that are about. So like Bruce you know. only went one, I think tribal council this whole season without immunity around his neck and that he survived. And I think that was the Caleb boat off. Yeah. Other than that, he's at, he's had immunity or his tribe won immunity. So mm-hmm. Bruce's game wasn't very good despite how far he made it. No. Yeah. He was not going to win if he re- reached the end, which is why I'm surprised people are so hung up on. Let's get Bruce out. Bruce and Jake are goats. Well, yes. And I think that people are just mainly annoyed by him and want him out. You bring him to the end. And he had an idol. And go, Jake to the end. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. You're going to win. So <laughs> let me just clarify. Austin still, I mean, Austin still has an idol. He has an idol. And Julie has an idol. So Reba, have both have, uh, Reba 4 idol. have two idols. That's correct. Okay. The, just, the group has two idols. The but group has two idols. I feel idols. like them reminding us that Julie has it is important. And Yes. Jumping ahead, but next time on Survivor, Julie said she's going to go rogue. 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, so she's not. But next up on Survivor this week was Drew versus Jake, and sure, it wasn't the show. But oh yeah, it wasn't clearly really tonight Drew. was not Drew versus no. Jake in that sense. Yeah, exactly. So it's always next up on Survivor is always a, 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 you know, if it's talking about somebody going, they're not going. We we've talked about this every season. If you have an idol and you're playing the game, for those who might get cast on forty seven, forty eight, if you get on forty seven, forty eight, or whatever season, if everybody knows you have an idol and you don't have immunity around your neck. Play the idol. Yes. Because you're a huge target. Mm -hmm. it, the reason Austin gets away with it is because his alliance keeps it to him. Like, who else knows Austin has the idol? Right. Just the three before. And we don't see anyone else talk about it. Yeah. So as far as we know, it's just his alliance. So he's okay. But Bruce is not in a Reba Four alliance. He should have played his idol. Right. Exactly. This is a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. Huge. Jake should have gone tonight. I mean, a re this should have been a 4-4 four, four vote, but we'll talk about that. Yes. It should have been a Reba tonight. But yes, we can get there. When oh, we get yes. Because, I mean, for real, here's how this should have gone. Obviously, 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 obviously. If Katura, Jake, Emily, and Bruce could just, like, think logically. They all should have voted together against Ariba. The mm -hmm. strong alliance who's running everything. Mm -hmm. Reba always going to vote for whoever unless they, they force split their votes. And Ariba should have gone tonight. It should have been that easy. Right. It should have been that easy. Have Bruce play his idol to save himself. And it should have been Ariba tonight. Well, I agree with you. And the whole episode, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Emily is missing out on a big opportunity, opportunity here. But I did have a thought about that. And we can talk about it more in winter analysis if you'd like. But my initial thought is, does Emily know about the other two idols? And not that it necessarily really matters. but no I, think, one, I don't think anyone knows outside of Ariba that Austin had two. Right. Yes. I think Emily's mindset at this point is she's been working with Drew in Austin and she knows at some point the Reba 4 has to turn and she wants to be that extra vote to turn against them so she's going to stick with them until the until the split and then she's going to be the swing vote so she feels like she's already in a really good position why switch with people you haven't been working with who can't work together at all as we see even tonight and risk being on the bottom of that four so the longer I think about it the more it does make sense but at the same time, I I just think it it was a missed opportunity, and they because just because the re before is so powerful, and it's kind of scary how powerful they are. So it could have been a missed opportunity scary if you're but, not in the re before, right? Yeah. But I do get Emily's logic, and I'm I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to play out for her in the end. I mean, I'm high on Emily. We all know this. She's been like number one for however long now, and number two last week. But still, as I said, like. And I still stand by that this week, not spoil winter analysis, but at the moment, I'm still one A, one B. I mean, technically, number one, D, number two, Emily. I think I think it's where I'm going to land on, but it's like a one A, one B almost. Mm -hmm. It's like it can't be anyone else. Right. But we went through this for those who have been here since Survivor 43, meaning here on this podcast, you know, we did the same thing in 43. We were like, well, it has to be. Right. I'm tripping on the names, Jesse or Carla. There right. it is. It has to be those two. It's one A, one B. The whole time I was like, Jesse or Carla, Jesse or Carla, and it ended up being Gabler. Right. So if it's not Dear Emily, who's the Gabler this season? You know, I don't know. I think it's those two, but we could be wrong. Right. Maybe it is really Austin. Yeah. We I don't know if that's a Gabler, but you know, you get the idea. Right. We understand. I, and there's always that risk is, is like, is this a, just a big smoke, not a smoke stream? Because Emily's playing a good game and you, you like, you enjoy seeing that. You enjoy seeing a player playing a good game 
So there's nothing wrong with highlighting that. So, you know, for me, honestly, and again, we're in the winter analysis already. Analysis we're already. not. Let's not okay. get too deep in the winter analysis. Well, okay. I was just going to say, Emily is like, you said 1A, 1B. Emily's just one. And there's like almost yeah. nobody else. For you. But yeah, for me. But We'll see what Rebecca says tomorrow. But you, this could be a Gabler situation. And I, and I totally get that. So, but getting back to the episode. <laughs> next- well, Bru- Drew says he wants... <laughs> It says we must be Bruce immunity, Mary, but we can't skip over something very important. What? Your book. Oh, yes. My book. I have it in my notes. I don't want to forget it. This is the last week we'll talk about it, I think, this season. Yeah. Unless we feel like it. Unless we feel like it. Go for it. Tell everyone about your book. Pictures on screen. So my book is a middle grade fantasy novel geared for ages 7 through 12 uh, called Egan the Brave. And it released a couple of weeks ago and it's doing really well. And I'm really excited about it. Um, Basically just a coming of age story about a dragon in a fantasy world. It's got lots of adventure and magic and fun and fighting and fighting. There is a big battle and a couple of skirmishes. So yeah, it was really fun to write. I enjoyed it a lot. And um, yeah, check it out. If you buy Egan, the smaller Egan, the brave, I've said this for the past couple of weeks. This is the last week I'm going to do it. If you buy either book or both books, and you message me over Instagram, Twitter, you can email me. I will send you every single video that's on Patreon right now. I'll send it to you. I'll send you all the links to all of them. You can watch them in advance. So if you're already a patron, obviously, you know, you already got all the videos. But if you're not a patron, this is a way to get the Patreon videos. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you all for checking out her book. Yeah. Thank you. We'll see what Mary writes next. We'll see. E- this is the end of the Egan series. It's just the two books for yes. Egan. It's a du- duology. It's a duology. It's not... Along, we're not doing Game of Thrones. Mary's not gonna take 11 years to write the next book, <laughs> no. you know what I mean? 12 years at this point, I guess. All right, so Julie says Kelly and Kendra felt betrayed by her and she cries. This is cry number one. This episode, this is cry number one. This is the one. first yes. time I noted that mm-hmm. a crying, ha- crying, I did not know it was gonna happen so often, yes. but this is the first one. Mm-hmm. She wakes up, oh, my neck hurts, cries about Kendra feeling burned by her and Kelly and Kelly, yes. Well, I mean, it's fair. Like we're talking about like these are real emotions and this is really happening. And I'm sure it happens a lot on Survivor. I don't I don't necessarily know if we see it as much as we saw it this week, but it I mean, it's fair. And she goes and she talks to Drew about it and Drew cries with her on the beach and tells her, you know, he's tight with her and they're going to go all the way. And he really feels, a you know, strong connection with the Reba before and we're going to be great. And cut to Julie in a confessional saying, I know the before has to turn and I'm terrified about that, but it's going to happen and we'll have to deal with it, basically. Mm-hmm. So that was that scene. And then we immediately get Emily and Bruce and Katura talking about the before, and Katura's like, who's running it? Do you think it's D? And Emily just kind of like hems. I don't know. This is like a weird conversation. Hems and Haas. Oh, hems and yeah. Haas. They're saying she was singing hymns like she was at church. No, <laughs> sorry. I, f- I felt like it was kind of a weird conversation. I think Emily didn't do a great job of like being involved in the conversation. It felt like she was holding back mm-hmm. to me. And that's just watching on screen. But that's like if I was there in person, I would have got a, like a little red flag of. Is Emily really close with the Rio before or does she think she's close with the Rio before? Because she's not. No, no. I'm saying like the way she was presenting herself. We know that she thinks she's close with the Rio before. Well, at least with but Drew why? and Austin. Because Drew and Austin and Emily have been working together for she a long think, time. Does she think Drew and Austin are going to take her to the end over D and Julie? Yes. That's unclear in my opinion. 
I too, she's never said that, but that's what she has to be. She keeps saying, I'm working with Drew and Austin. I want to hear you the know, side I want to get, she has said it. No, I want to hear her think, say that she thinks she's going to file three with those two. Cause I don't think it's, what's going to happen. We, I, no, I, I no. know she's not seen next time a survivor, but Austin and D every week seems like a little hint here and there. They're like, and even next week on survivor, there's like a little, like, is that romantic music for those two? Yeah. They were like cuddling on the beach and like, he asked her kissing. what she's thinking about. And she's like, I'm thinking about this. Like yeah. it ain't, ain't obvious like Matt and Franny, but it, there's something's going on. No, there's definitely something going on. So I I don't know what her game. I don't know why she thinks she should take Drew and Austin. Like I, the, those are like the strongest, some of the strongest players. She should definitely be taking Katura. Yeah, Jake. the logical Emily should see the goats. Yes, but for some reason she just feels like she's in this power alliance. She's gonna stick with them, and mm-hmm. it's gonna get her far. So. But I'm just saying in this conversation, she acted a little bit awkward and not like yeah. Emily awkward. Like, oh, I don't know anything about Like she was them. purposely awkward. Yeah. No, she wasn't being purposeful. Oh, what's Emily awkward or what's normal awkward? What's no, the just difference? like Emily is kind of an awkward duck. Oh, okay. But she didn't seem like her natural. Awkwardness. Yeah. This felt like her trying to hide information. Could you make me a chart of awkward to Emily awkward so I can understand <laughs> the future? When someone's being awkward, when they're being Emily awkward, I'll work on that. Thank yes, you. That'd be, be greatly appreciated because yes. I'm still confused, but I'll I'll go with it. All I'm saying, is, all I'm saying is that in this conversation, she could have been like, "Yeah, I don't know who's running me before," or da 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 da. But she was just like, "Hmm, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know." And then Bruce said something. I forget what Bruce said, but she again just like non-responsive mm. is what I'm trying to say. Like okay. she wasn't engaged in the conversation, and it seemed sus. So. <laughs> She was playing Among Us. She seemed very sus. Yeah. So I'm just saying she could have handled that better. Yeah. That was all I was saying about the scene. Okay. Well, we get a, I, I want to go back to Julie because I think there's something here with Julie talking about the way Kelly and Kendra and they like made a point of showing them like getting voted off and Julie like is emotionally traumatized here. Yes. And Julie thinks, I mean, what are they setting up Julie not getting votes from these two if Julie reaches the end? I'm thinking beyond the emotional stuff. I'm thinking winner edit. Or will she be surprised if she reaches the end that they do vote for her? I don't know. Because clearly this is a tor- tor- turmoil that she's experiencing. Emotionally, it made her cry. But also, from a game point of view. Sure. Uh, well, the only thing I have to say with that is that at Tribal, when Julie starts to tear up, it cuts to Kendra and Kelly's faces. And it seemed like they were not unsympathetic. I felt like they mm-hmm. were like, okay, but I don't, I don't think it's as big as issue as Julie thinks it is. Well, I could be wrong. Julie sitting next to at the end. Yeah. We already saw her sob story get cut from the show. Yes. Yes. It was a secret scene a few weeks ago. We talked about it. It's on Survivor CBS's channel or it's on EW.com. One or the other. Mm-hmm. So we know Julie isn't winning, or at least I know Julie isn't winning. Whether you agree yeah, with me I'm or not, sure up Julie's to you. not winning. Yeah. Julie's not winning. So like this is I'm like looking for stuff that's like, okay, well, who's gonna be final three? Because right now I feel like we're really narrowed down. Like Drew can't win, Julie can't win. Both their yeah. se- sob stories were cut into secret scenes. This week we saw Emily got one. And I w- can't say Katura got one because we didn't get the the flash with like pictures of her and her mom or yeah, anything you're like that. doing this strictly on pictures <laughs> it, well i mean katura ha- oh, in my opinion almost has a sob story very close not yeah. quite let's, there's let's a lot of sobbing this there episode yes. but it was not a sob story in the strict def- definition of 
you talk about your life outside the game, you get emotional, and we see pictures. Yes, Katara right. was so close, and if she wins, all right, we'll reevaluate exactly what a sob story means. But but Katara's didn't get cut into a secret scene. Emily's didn't get cut into a secret scene. They're mm-hmm. still in the show. Right. You want to count Katara's? I it's okay, I guess. I don't count it, but it's so close. I think I'd give it to you if she if she wins. All right, cool. I guess that was it. Right. You know, but like Drew and Julie's were cut. Mm-hmm. They were cut. Where's Austin's? I don't know. We haven't had an Austin one that I were, that I, that I know of. Mm, like it no. wasn't a secret scene. If he's had Not that one, I remember. Yeah. And we record these right after the episode, so if they release it in a secret scene, we haven't seen it yet. So. Uh, anyways, so just want to throw that out there. It's like Julie's talking about these people and how they don't want to vote for, or how they may not want to vote for her, how they feel betrayed by her. It's like, maybe she's setting up. Why doesn't she get votes at the end from some of these people? Well, here's why. So, uh, she does say she loves her alliance and she isn't sure how she could turn on them. Yeah, but go ahead. I thought she said, but it's going to have to happen. It's going to be really hard. She said that, you know, oh, like she knows but why does she it eventually have coming. to happen? That's my question. Well, because there's no final four. Okay, but you go to fire and then let whoever wins immunity decide who's on fire. Like, this is not some complicated thing. Like, Survivors made it so easy to have a foursome now. Used to be a final two and you had to cut each other's throats. Yeah. Now it's like, all right, let's all be friends and hold hands and go to final four together. <laughs> like, the Survivor keeps expanding the boundaries and it makes it easier. It's like, what? you don't have to turn on each other. Just go to fire. And let whoever wins immunity decide who's going to do fire. It's that simple. Sure. But you know what I mean? It might still feel like a, a betrayal to get picked for fire. I don't uh, know. Because yeah. you're still picking one person above the other. The two. way she's talking about it, she sounds like voting for each other. So before yeah, Final Four. Maybe. Is the implication. Yeah. If Reba actually turns on each other. Dum, da, dum, dum. <coughs> Personal opinion. Sure. Dum, da, dum, dum, they're, dum, they're, dum. They're getting everything, not getting everything handed to them, but everyone wants to work with yeah. them, apparently. Why, so, why turn on each other? Right. But at this point, you also got to think, okay, who amongst Emily, Katura, and Jake is a threat at the end? At the moment, Emily, and that's it. Yeah. So really, Emily should go next mm-hmm. for Reba. And then from there, I guess, yeah, turn on each other because are Katura and Jake going to win at the end? No. No. You know? All right, whatever. So Katura and Jake get to the end. At the moment, isn't now Katura could get like Kelly and Kendra's votes. I'm not saying Katura can't win. But I'm saying her chances seem low. Low, yeah. In comparison to some of the Reva. Right. So I can see why you'd bring Jake to the end at the moment. I mean, Bruce should have gone to the end, but I understand he's annoying you and it's got like eight more days. Right. So (laughs) could just be strictly that situation. So Bruce and Katura talks and he comes up with a plan, Mary. Can you tell everyone what Bruce's plan is? So Bruce says to Katura that he gave Kelly his idol because he was afraid of the knowledge's power advantage. And then Kelly got voted out and it was in her bag. And she, I don't, did she believe him? I don't even know if she believed him because he immediately tells her. I think she did. At first, she seemed like she believed she him. She might have believed him. But he told her so soon that it wasn't Immediately, real. he was like, so how was my acting? Yeah. Because this She's is like, a lie that I want to spread around. Because... So he wants to work with Katura because he's telling her the truth, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. It's just the whole thing. So Katura's just mad because Bruce is lying, is, new? is lying to her <laughs> instead of instead of just saying, hey, I have an idea. I want to trick people into thinking I have an yeah. idol. What do you think? Bruce's like, presentation was off. Right. Bruce's presentation was was off. So that wasn't great on Bruce's part. It's not necessarily a bad idea, but apparently... 
nobody believed it. Like, Mind you. Except Drew and Austin. In our mind, it's been two weeks since the Kelly vote off. But on Survivor, this is day 18. It was only two days after she was voted off. I think it's the fact that he didn't do this after Kelly, but you wait till after Kendra to say Kelly has my Yeah, it's just timing. It's one vote too late. Why all of a sudden, yeah, would this come up? I mean, he had, I think if if he hadn't told Katura and he only told Jake and Jake leaked it, that could have been enough. You know, people be like, well, Jake knew something we didn't know. And of course, Jake wouldn't tell us right away. Or maybe he didn't feel like telling us right away. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that was almost like, but what he told Katura death sentence like he didn't even know well he didn't he doesn't know how much katura hates she what <laughs> yeah katura hates bruce I, I did not know this can you tell him elaborate please i did watch the episode i watched the episode katura i think there's multiple times episode one time she says she sees with anger what she thinks about <laughs> bruce and yes. time is that she's she's internalizing her revenge for him yes on him you know like she wants she wants revenge and she's seething with anger like somebody I think I think now's the time because Bruce is gone. I can't imagine maybe next week we get a confessional about how Bruce is gone. Yay. And she's Somebody needs to super cut all of Tura's hating Bruce confessionals. Yeah. I need I want that video. I would love to see it. So if somebody makes it, you know, <laughs> I'll watch. And then and randomly you should just also have interspersed with her and Bruce walking calmly down on the beach mm-hmm. and her being like, I'm so glad we're working together. I freaking hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. Seething with anger. <laughs> And then Katura and then mixing Katura's TikTok video of six minutes of her talking about why she's more than just hating Bruce. I don't know. That might be too too far, but you know that, what I mean? Yeah. Like she, but that's all her for 10 episodes. So like, where does Katura go from here? I, where nowhere, does she go? I don't, I don't know. Her story has nothing now. Right. The, the gas is gone. Mm-hmm. Bruce is gone. Katura doesn't have a story. I mean, beyond Bruce, really. So right. Emily does say Bruce tells her the plan as well that Bruce is being selfish with this idol he doesn't want to use it strategically <coughs> so on one hand I get what she's saying Bruce doesn't want to play for anyone else yeah so I think and of course Emily in the moment's like trying to think about this but this, let's expand our minds in your opinion is Bruce being selfish with his idol yes but that's not necessarily a bad thing okay so let's let's play with that so let's say we're Emily so if Emily knows Bruce is being selfish with his idol, he's only going to play for himself. Okay, well, let's create a situation if we're Emily mm-hmm. where, okay, Bruce gets to do what he wants because he does have possession of the idol that he got. He right. earned it. You don't like, you know, he didn't steal it or nobody put it in his bag or nothing. Bruce has an idol. He wants to play for himself. Let's create a situation where it's beneficial to me that Bruce plays his idol for himself. Yeah. Instead of going, Bruce won't play his idol yes. for other people. He's yes. being selfish. It's like, think outside the, all right, so the box, the box you want is to do something else. Well, Bruce is not going to do that. So you got to adjust to what Bruce wants because mm-hmm. this idol is a powerful tool you could use to eliminate somebody who's actually a threat in this game. That's not Bruce. Bruce is not a threat. Right. But the only <laughs> way, win. the only way of that actually working is convincing the Reba Four to vote for Bruce so that him playing the idol actually has an impact and voting one of the Reba Four out. Because what other, what other options are, who are you going to convince to vote Bruce out? Because Katura knows he has an idol. Jake knows he has... You know what I mean? Like, How many votes do you need? That's the question. Because if Emily and Bruce vote together, right? And then I think you can get Jake to vote with you. Because Jake's not going to vote for himself, remember? Well, yeah, yeah. All right. Jake's <laughs> going to do whatever keeps him around. Yeah. And they're like, Jake, we have a plan to keep you around. You know, Bruce can play his idol. We're going to lay our three votes on pick a person. And we're going to have all of them... Even if they split their votes between Jake and Bruce, they could still eliminate somebody. 
Yeah, that's that that was the one thing where because Reba Four was going to split the votes tonight. So there was a big opportunity for play here. So I, Reba Four plus Katura split their votes. That's five people. Yeah. As long as four of the five don't vote for anyone who's not Bruce. Yeah, they could have got. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know. I'm little... there are so many play, and they had two days to think about. This wasn't in a one day episode. This is a two day episode. They had mm-hmm. time. They had time. And if you hear me frustrated, it's because, like, we can see it, but like, how can they not see Reba Ford running the show? It's it's hard when you're right in the middle of it. And like I said, Emily is content to ride the power a little bit longer and get it's in those cracks late. later. It's too late. You've let once ah. Reba Ford now has the numbers advantage. This was the time to do something. Yeah, I know. This was it. This was it. If you hear us, hear me frustrated this episode. This is why this was the episode. I'm like, man, now's the take a shot. I was hoping she would take a shot, but but you take a shot and you miss. Like I can be like, all right, like you, you, you took your shot, but you didn't even take a shot. You just sat on your hands, in my opinion. I will say, though, that the whole episode, it showed Emily in a very good light. It did. About how if she if she pulls this off, everyone's like, oh, Emily, you're so smart. And you know, showing her manipulating Bruce and everything. So but it, it didn't show it didn't show <laughs> Reba in a negative light, though. It didn't show Emily in a positive and Reba in a negative. It, it showed Emily positive. Reba's just fine. And it showed Bruce in a negative. Jake in a negative. Sure. I was. Yeah, I guess the only. Like what's negative. the counter to all this positive Emily content when she's really screwing herself? Yeah. How does Emily reach the end? People even acknowledge this episode at the reward sanctuary emily you're a lot better than you think people recognize emily mm-hmm. like emily's not flying under the radar right i i think she still is one of the lesser threats especially if you have Reba before and that could be another reason she needs them around is because they're the bigger threats right now they're bigger targets than her because really why would you want to vote out emily over say d or yeah. austin or even drew oh by the way back to bruce's plan mm-hmm. it's not dumb his presentation i mean who he told her was wrong if he had told right. just Emily and Jake, I mean, he knew Jake was going to leak it because Jake's not dependable. I if he had just, just told Jake, it would have been fine because <laughs> Drew believed it immediately. Yes. Austin believed it yep. immediately. And if and if Jake had been the only one to leak this information, I, and I don't blame Bruce on this one. I mean, I I don't know why I trust Katura. Yeah, I don't. I I don't blame Bruce on this one. It's not a bad plan. It's but when he was even when he's telling Jake, if you look at his face, he was smirking, and I'm like. Jake, oh, I lost my idol. <laughs> yeah, like Bruce like has smirk on his face and he's telling Jake, Jake, thankfully didn't catch that. Not yeah. that it really mattered in the long run. Yeah. But Bruce's smirk, like giveaway, man. Bruce is mm. smirking. Bruce should be like, crap, I lost my idol. Not smirking, you lost his idol. Yeah. So anyways, uh, it's time now, Mary, for the reward challenge. Yes. But first, board game time. Okay. This week is a user suggested, fan suggested. Somebody commented saying, hey, get this game. Play it. It's fun. Doomlings. You may have seen many advertisements for it, including Joel McHale from Community. I've seen ads with him yeah, advertising this game. It's a, apparently a big mm-hmm. deal. I didn't know about it until somebody commented it. So, Mary, tell everyone what Doomlings is all about. So, Doomlings is a card collection game. Um, it's pretty simple and easy to learn. The whole goal of the game is to get as many points as you can using the little Doomling cards. They're little cute, cute cards. I think the best thing about this was that the cards were so well made. I mean, they're really like thick and durable and they've got like the nice. It's the only component of the game. So they had to go all yeah, out. Yeah, it's just cards and it's it, but it's beautiful and really well made Um, and really fun and really easy. So how does it play, Mary? 
how does it play? So basically there's rounds. You're trying to survive these catastrophes. Once you get to three catastrophes, the world's ended. Yeah. Um, and your goals so get as many points as possible. Yeah, your rounds. goals get as many points before the world ends. And you get the points by playing your little Doomling cards. And most of them have things like you could steal cards from other players or redeal your cards or, you know, each card has its own little there, there is strategy, especially with the steal. I mean, there's so many cards that allow you to steal or to swap out cards or things like that. So, but it's also how can I stack certain <laughs> cards to get mm-hmm. more points? Mary crushed me. I did. She crushed me. It was very easy. It felt like you were seething with anger and wanted to exact your revenge on me. Nope. The way you played. I just had a good hand and I used it wisely. I would put down a card and a Mary, and I said in a Mary, and then Mary would immediately play something to steal my card. Yeah. But like Mary, give me a break, bro. It was like a smackdown. Mary beat me like 56 to 28, something ridiculous like that. It wasn't even close. Ridiculous. It was fun. It was not fun. There was nothing fun about the smackdown <laughs> you laid on me. Check it out, you guys. It's two to six players. Uh, link in the description. The person who makes the game is a big fan of Survivor. I emailed. I asked. I was like, hey, we would love to review this. And he's like, normally I would say no, because your channel's literally nothing about Doom, like, <laughs> like games like this. But I'm a huge Survivor fan. So Very check nice. it out. Link in the description. All right. Mary. Yeah. Before. So we got this reward challenge. Yes. But on the On Fire podcast with Jeff Probst this past week, he said that he was thinking it would be fun if during the show, during the challenges specifically, if there was a QR code on screen that you could scan to do the puzzle at home. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this idea from Jeff? I think it's a good idea. I want to expand on that because I'm, I don't know if I want a QR code on screen because that just links to a website. I like the idea, though. Here's sure. how I think it could be better. You ready? Yes. Survivor could just make an app mm-hmm. where instead of, I mean, sure, the QR code, but the QR code should just take you to download the app. Yeah. yeah. Instead of to a website. Mm-hmm. And in the app every week, the update with whatever puzzle or puzzles are in this week's episode, mm-hmm. you know, and then they could go back. And add puzzles from past seasons. And you could literally just pick a season and pick the puzzle. Yeah, that'd be fun. So you fun. could pick season five and pick the puzzle. If there, I don't. And you could misspell whatever road or whatever it was that Brian <laughs> misspelled that season. Anyways, you could pick the season and pick whatever puzzles from that season. I think that'd be a really cool idea. It could be, they could put advertising in it for check it, watch Survivor, go to Paramount Plus, all that other stuff. They'd right. be all their advertisements. <clears throat> That's how they keep it free. And I think a simple puzzle app with all the puzzles. Why not? Yeah, that's a good idea. I like Jeff's idea. I just. I know, wasn't sure about the QR code being on screen. But I was like, if, it, if, it, if it's to get the app, then sure. I still yeah. want to go to a website because we saw how game within a game worked. And it's like, as soon as the season was done, that website's gone. Right. There's no way to play game within a game anymore. Mm-hmm. So kind of sucked. I would love if they just did an app, a very simple app with all the puzzles from all the seasons. I think it'd be a cool idea. And then, yeah, Jeff could be like, check out our Survivor <laughs> Survivor app to play this week's puzzle or whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Comment below. Let me know what you guys think. I think it's a cool idea. If they do it, uh, you don't even have to credit me. Not that they would anyways. (laughs) All right. So, Mary, tell us about the reward challenge. So the reward challenge, we have racing through an obstacle course, collecting a ball, and then maneuvering a ball through a maze by holding handles. And then, um, well, sorry, you know what I mean. The maze that Uh, you hold up with the handles. Um, And the actual reward, you get to go to the sanctuary where you get basically a Thanksgiving dinner, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, pie, 
and all sorts of beverages. How does that compare to one rotisserie chicken for three people? A much better than one rotisserie <laughs> chicken for one. One day people. later, and they've like gone from right. a rotisserie chicken to actual like legit food. Yeah, just missed it. Like um, legit feast, I mean. And you also get to spend the night with pillows and blankets, as well as which we don't find till after the war for I some mean, reason. But kind of obvious letters from home. If you've watched one new era season. You know that if there's an overnight sanctuary, you're getting letters slash videos from home. Right. Whichever one it is. I think it's always been letters, but. Yeah, we haven't had videos in a long time. That's like old school. I forgot if they, I forgot what they did in like 41 or 42 or whatever. But I know that for a fact, if you're staying overnight sanctuary, automatically letters from home. Yeah. Even I'm sure Jeff saying it though confirms what your suspicions therefore makes you. People cried. People did cry. This is the second time tonight. That's true. Bruce and Austin may have cried in this part but it wouldn't have been very much it wouldn't have been the same it's not the same yeah but there's still lots of crying there's still lots of crying (laughs) so crying commenced it's a very somber episode for the crying but anyway so emily wins and she's like holy crap like she like starts shaking she starts crying fun yeah i mean that's cry number three cry number three that's cry number three for Uh, the episode sure crying one was julie crying two is a group crying three is emily sure no, I like this. Like, because Emily was saying how people were like, "Oh, Emily, if we win, I'll you know we'll take you because we know you haven't been and uh-huh. and kind of like that's nice, but it's also demeaning because nobody really thought she could win or think she could win. You know, yeah. kind of like she's the weakest person, and just how she just felt so excited by being able to win it for herself. And I thought that was really cool. It was really cool. Emily wins, and she ends up taking. Julie Katura and I called it too that she was soon as she picked Julie I'm like she's gonna pick D next you said no she did you're you were right she picked Katura but then she picked D yeah she had to take half the group with her it was a women's versus and it was funny she did because we got like a whole like segment out of this like had she taken any of the guys this would not have been it wouldn't have been as fun yeah no apparently no I thought it was really funny I liked it a lot so yeah they go to the feast and the women are like oh emily you really underestimate yourself you're really cool and great and we love you mm-hmm. and emily like you remember two weeks ago was being lambasted by her lulu tribe like two weeks in her life True. ago was being lambasted by the lulu tribe as mm-hmm. they self-destructed <laughs> so what a turn of events in only like 14 15 days for emily here <laughs> you know there was one little clip of austin having a confessional saying this could be really important because you know there's nothing better than bonding over letters from home. And so it could be dangerous for the women to bond over letters from home. But there wasn't like any other besides just everyone just so super laser focused on Bruce. There was Bruce. no like girls alliance again, I guess. Maybe that's what I'm getting at. But I don't know. I just was like, is that really important? Yeah, they're going to bond, but it it's not going to matter. Anyway, sorry. But, just seemed random. Well, so let's talk about let's keep trying to keep it separate, girls and guys, because yes, okay. to, two totally different vibes. The girls get like their letters, and all four of them cry. Yes, it is the most emotional letters I've ever seen in my entire life, mm-hmm. and I've seen every season. I've seen them all get letters. This had to be the most emotional for the group as a whole, because every single one cried. Every all four is a four, and four not just crying. like a tear up, but like a full cry. Now yeah. we go to the the men. And Mary, I had to ha- I would try to get you to divert your eyes because Drew's fle- <laughs> Drew's flexing on us. Mary's laughing, but I was worried. I was like, "Oh no, I'm about to, I'm about to lose my wife to Drew." Watch out! He's God's gift uh, to mankind, as Jake said. So no, we got this whole boys segment, and 
I think I'm like 99% sure this is the first time in Survivor history we have had licensed music. Kenny Loggins yeah. playing with the boys from Top Gun. Yeah. That this is the first time we've ever had licensed music played on the show, not just sung by people because we've had people sing licensed music yeah. in the first 10 seasons, especially. And they'll cut them out of streaming services, but they're still on the DVDs. I know I got them. Vanuatu, I think was the last time they had people sing a song that they cut out streaming services. And it's when the women are saying goodbye to the guy who came to their camp and taught them how to like crack open coconuts. That scene. It's all streaming services and they cut the music completely that they sang. But on the DVD, it's still there. So that's the last time I know of. Oh, no. Wanda in Palau on streaming services. Wanda. How can you forget Wanda? I said the first 10 seasons. Wanda was the end of the road. She sang songs and they cut them all the streaming services, but still on the DVDs. I put them in. So I put her singing in all the Palau videos because. I knew I know people for those part don't have the DVDs. Nice. Yeah. And then people were like, why do you keep including Wanda? How can you not include Wanda, Mary? How can you not? So anyways, Wanda. Kenny Loggins playing with the boys. If you're looking for the song that they played, I recognize immediately. Yeah. Yeah. This was <laughs> my favorite part of the episode. Hiya, playing with the boys. Followed closely by Emily's confessional that she really wants to get married. Those were both. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the me when I first hear somebody is dating for over a decade. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy crap. Every time it always throws me off because I think the first time I heard somebody say something like that was like when I was watching Amazing Race as a kid. And there's this couple that have been dating for 10 years. The girl's like, when the heck are we getting married? And the guy's like, oh, you know what? Like fear of commitment kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, a, as like a kid, I was like 10 years. Jeez, it's like half your life because I'm like 10 years old at the time. But now it's like, as an result, I'm still like, what the heck? 10 years, make a decision. But it sounded like it wasn't that there's was a fear of commitment. It was a fear of accepting the role of yeah. husband and Labeling. wife. Labeling. La- the label and the expectations that come with that mm-hmm. versus just like fear of commitment. It's not fear of commitment. It doesn't sound mm-hmm. like it sounds like a fear of the role. Right. So will Emily get married? That's the question. Yeah, that's what I want to know now. In the moment she said that and she said on TV, I'm hoping we'll get a follow up on social media. I mean. I assume I haven't seen anything about her being engaged. She just posts memes of where she's on the show and it says financial analyst Emily Flippin. So Mm -hmm. we'll see if we get any sort of update after this episode. I want to know. I'm very interested. It was so cute and sweet. Yeah. I wonder because, you know, now she's going to see it and her boyfriend's going to see it. And well, hopefully she mentioned something before he saw it on TV (laughs) because, yeah, that would be. Well, you know, know, she wins the million. That's a nice uh, chunk of change to start your marriage yeah. off with. That's all yeah. I'm saying. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the the men fest. Yes. I did. I I, uh, I laughed a lot during this segment. Yeah. It, it was very funny. Drew's like, "Oh, what do you guys think about?" He's like to make an awkward conversation. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Austin's have... like, "Bacon's overrated." Yeah. Jake's like, "I'm gonna be the first to fart." <laughs> Did he say yeah, that? Yeah, he's like, I'm going to be the first to fart. I've been holding it 18 days. Oh, I'm going to be yeah, the first to fart. Right. They talked about farting yeah. <laughs> and bacon and burping and doing manly things. For women yes. who wonder, when guys are by themselves, we don't usually talk about farting. It just kind of happens, you know? I'm going to let you know, Mary, sure. in case you're wondering when guys are by themselves. I mean, I have brothers, but. You do. But but you if you're there, guys are not by themselves, Mary. Talk about when guys are by themselves. Okay. No women around. No okay. women allowed. Mm-hmm. I play Age of Empires 4, apparently. I found this out recently. I didn't even know I liked the game. I got it. Now all the guys are playing Age of Empires 4 in my group. Yep. That's your bro thing. That's our bro thing. 
I'm glad. Next time I'm on, I'm going to ask everybody, are you farting? I need to know. <laughs> yes. It's important for me to know this. Please have that conversation. Let and it. ask about bacon, which I disagree with Austin. Bacon is all of that. Uh, I mean, it's pretty good. I I, over, I do think it's overrated in the sense that people act like it's the greatest food ever. And I don't think it's the greatest food ever. It's the greatest food ever. You think it's the greatest food ever. That is true. Anytime we go bacon. to like, like a Wendy's or something like that. Yeah, bacon cheeseburger. Mary gets bacon. I like don't care. So... You'd think it's the best. I I don't I don't think it's the best. I mean, it's second to chocolate and a few it's other true. things, but it's pretty good. Mary loves dark chocolate. I anyway. think pizza is the best food. It's not even uh, close. No. Pizza. Get out of here. Get okay. out of here. <clears throat> Hanging with the boys. Oh, no. It's so with in, the boys. We get, in the boys Hi-ya. segment, in the boys segment, we get like pretty much equal content of the guy of the boys talking or, and doing stuff or whatever. But then we get an extended segment of Austin fishing mm-hmm. and feeling like just so at home and feeling like he's just providing and being a man and fishing and yada 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 so again more austin content which i did think was noteworthy storytelling wise though strategically the women are shown to be on top of this game katura tells everyone hey bruce's bullcrap story oh, yeah. the women yeah. are like ha 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 bruce we're oh, gonna take bruce. advantage of him yes oh, then we go over to the guys and jake's like Hey, guess what? Bruce got an idol. Or Bruce is giving Kelly his idol. And Drew's like, no way. He tells Austin. I was like, no way. So it's like shown the contrast during after we get playing Mm -hmm. with the boys. We get we get a contrast of the women in charge and the men are a woman's winning this game, Mary. Well, that's what Emily said. Oh no, Emily says that, but I I agree. A woman's winning this game. Could it be Julie? Could it be? I just can't see Katura pulling this off. It can't be Julie. Julie has the cut secret scene. We know it's so. It has to be Katura, Emily, or D. It can't be anyone else. It cannot be Katura. It obviously can't be Jake. It can't be. Well, it can't be Bruce. He's gone. Well, we can talk can't about that in winter. I think Austin's the only guy I know. Yes. But like, this is the stuff. This is why I say you can go to the winter and I'll say the, at the end all you want, but you're missing out because this is the stuff yeah. I'm not going to remember as much when we get there. As we talk chronologically, I remember these things. We just kind of say what's on our mind. If you hadn't noticed. Yeah. It just yeah. comes out. Yeah. 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 So that's why people tune in. I hope <laughs> though this week I did see a comment saying Wesley's kind of boring in the podcast. So I like him more in the scripted videos. So, you know, <laughs> to each their own, to each their own. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm better scripted too. I agree with that person. I think you're I don't funny think I'm boring, all I think, the time. Oh, wow. Thank you. I think I, I just laugh so much in our seven years of marriage. <laughs> I can't laugh at every joke. Wow. Yeah. 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 Is that what's happening? Am That's I missing something? Happening. All right. So Emily does say the winner will be a female. Katura snitches on Bruce's idol lie. She said she's in revenge mode. This is when she said, yes. I'm in revenge mm-hmm. mode on Bruce. Katura freaking hates him. I'm not really going to be able to say that as much in the future, but this week, I think it's like the last week I can really like say this until we get to maybe final travel or unless Katura's only content is next week. And she's like, I'm so glad Bruce is gone. He was making me angry every day. Yeah, it's possible. 18, 19 days of Bruce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry, my notes are all over the place here. Emily gets a sob story. We talked about this, but that like that to me is an official sob story, that emotional story, her boyfriend. That's all that to me is an official sob story. That now secures Emily because that was remember that was the one missing element for her. Mm-hmm. She's missing the sob story. I'm like, crap. I'm like, because for a while I was like, because at the moment we now have three people with sob stories. 
And Katura, maybe. Your definition, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're strictly going on, do they have a photo? So photo. Have yeah, you have to have that little <laughs> weird that it goes back to photos. Emotional tug. Katura's was so close. It was very it was close. So close. Very close. Not quite, in my opinion. Didn't but we have it. D, Jake, and Emily. And Katura has half a sob story, I'll call it. Half, half a, a confession. Point five. Half, a, half an emotional backstory. So, I don't know. Emily getting that sob story. This is, as you said, a really positive em- episode for Emily. Very positive. But at the same time, it's like on paper, this move is really dumb. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. So, we go back to camp. And Emily tells Jake that Drew wants him out. And by the way, the idol thing is fake. Yes. Yes. And Jake's like blown away or, on both accounts. This was like a big blow for Jake. And I did yeah. feel so bad for this him. This is why he's crying. Bruce has lied to him. Drew's lying to him. You know, is Emily possibly lying to him? It's just like, it's just so much. And mm-hmm. you get so. Who can you trust? Right. It's just like overwhelming. So I totally get it. And but I, like Bruce tries to trust him and then Jake turns on him. And so it's like Jake's part of the problem. Well, yeah. But yeah. if he hadn't, then he could have possibly gone home like jake made the smart decision tonight despite all the emotions mm-hmm. he he went with what was right but yeah it's just it's just a lot and i think the, the smartest decision would have been to i i playing with the boys hey so <laughs> <laughs> there's mary pretending to laugh at a joke I was going to say, so do you think Emily did the right thing by like going behind everybody's back and telling everybody everything? No, <laughs> no. We talked about this. The uh, best decision tonight would have been for her, Bruce and Jake okay, to get together and make but, Reba split their votes and then they vote for whoever they wanted out. Sure. That would have been the best decision. Besides that, I'm just saying like the spilling of secrets. No. Usually that doesn't work, but it seemed to work for her. Tonight. Okay. It's a short term. It's a short term. It's. It's so short term. It's so short term. This is such a positive episode. It almost feels like Emily's downfalls next episode. Like this mm. is our last bastion oh, of goodness no. of Emily. And she's gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's that. too much. It's too much. It's too much. Emily needed to be more onto the radar this episode for me to be like, Emily's fine. This is too much. It's too early for this kind of like over, over the top. As Edgic would say, I think it's OTTP over the top positive or something like that. It's ridiculous. And gotcha. there's still episode 11, 12 in the finale. It's too yeah. early for this. Yeah. Without some sort of downfall. I'm still holding out hope. I'm not saying she gets voted off for sure, but I'm saying something negative has to happen now. You're probably right. Unless Emily's pulling a Tony Vlacos and runs this game, but I doubt that. I really don't see anyone else pulling. Like, that was such a unique situation when there's a war. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, I, so I was going to say about her spilling the tea with everybody. I think that in one sense, it, it worked really well with Jake because, first of all, she got Jake to vote the way she wanted him to. And also, she did solidify some trust with him because she was the only person telling him the truth at this point. Um, and yeah, he thought he was playing with the boys. That's what he thought he was doing. But yeah. it turns out he was not. He was not. And I think it worked with Drew because she's if if her in-game goal is to work with Drew and take Drew to the end. Then being honest and, you know, giving him all the information she can is is the correct move, too. So I don't know. I, I didn't think it was necessarily a bad move by her to kind of blow everyone's secrets up mm-hmm. in tonight's episode. Ugh, it's, so just short, it's so short term. It could it could definitely backfire. It's so short term. It's just not long term thinking. Long term would have been taking a shot at Reva. And she mm-hmm. didn't do it because she thinks Drew and Austin are take her. And she probably doesn't even know Drew, like Austin and D have like feelings for each other and don't blame her on that one 
You think that's just going over Ugh. red? I mean, everyone's there all together. Yeah, but do you know, it's not like a mad for anything where it's like. They're not being obvious about yeah, it. Yeah, no. Yeah. They're being smart about it. And the fact that, I mean, Kendra noticed, but like, it's nothing serious enough where it's like, okay, well, these two are like, it's not like Robin Amber, you know, or Matt and Franny, where it's like, it's so obvious. And obviously they're not going to vote for, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, and also how much time has she had to process this happening? Five days. Sure. Gail got voted off on day 14. Mm-hmm. We're on day 19. She yeah. hasn't had a ton of time to process. That's but true. to be fair, what else are they doing out there? So she, at the same time, she's had a ton of time to process <laughs> while also having no time to process. Like okay. Five days in our lives, not five pick, days in Survivor. Pick a side. I'm just talking it through because I'm trying to rationalize why you wouldn't turn on Reba. She talked about it. It's like Emily's doing a lot, so much double speak tonight. We're definitely gonna have a big cry about this afterwards. Yes, Mary yeah. and I will have big cries. So much crying this episode. All right. So Jake and Drew have that few that they teased in the next time on Survivor. Oh yeah, I was this so childish. <laughs> I mean, like it was nothing. Drew's like, "Why are you talking to me?" And Jake's like, "Why are you talking to me?" And Drew's like, "What do you mean?" Like playing dumb. And Jake's like, "This conversation's done." <laughs> and then Drew's like, "What do you mean this conversation?" Yeah. Done? Or Jake, whatever. Play a somber yeah, version yeah. of. Playing with the boys in the background behind this conversation, it's a lot funnier. Yeah, a very somber version of it, almost acoustic, maybe. <laughs> like as the conversation ends, playing with the boys. I'm sorry, I can't sing, you guys. It's just it's a personal problem. That's pretty. Funny. All right, so we're going to the immunity challenge. Let's show you guys something else before it. No. While Jeff's explaining this challenge, by the way, before Mary goes into this, there is winners at war music playing, and I always love when they pull this music out. And they play it. It's the only time this season that I know they've played it. But the winners of Orange Music. Oh, it's so good. Okay, go ahead. Tell me about this challenge. It's, that's new, by the way. I think it's new. I've never seen it, this before. It did look very new. And every, I was going to say my first note is that all the contestants like step onto the thing and they look. They look. Their faces are like, what is this? Yeah, like what am I supposed to do with right. this? They look a little bit afraid. Um, besides Katura just being afraid. But so the whole challenge is to hold yourself on a steep ramp over water. And you start out with big handholds, and every five minutes you move down to smaller handholds, and that's it. The closest comparison to this would be in Survivor Fiji, the infamous challenge where um, Dreams won immunity over Yao Man and then didn't give Yao Man the immunity. This mm -hmm. was the challenge. But in that one, it was they were on a thing and water was dumping down their back. And I think over the course of the, over the course of the challenge, like Jeff would crank the the thing that they're laying against, and it would get. Oh, less yeah. lenient, mm -hmm. I guess, to get more 90 degree angle is the best way I think about it. The most apt comparison I think to this challenge is a much simpler, much cheaper version of that. It worked effectively, though, once Jeff said you can't use your feet to help yourself stay up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was all fine and dandy until he said that. And man, Bruce almost had this again. He did. I almost. So when he dropped, I said, is he just dropping because he knows he has the idol and no. he's trying not to keep a target? Because it felt like. It felt like he had it. I don't know. It just felt like he just let go. But at the same time, I don't time, blame him. He did his best. He was, yeah. He this is a, I'm not saying this is a super hard challenge. Yeah. It was for some reason. I don't know. I was just like, why? At that point, it's all okay. arms. It was all arms. Which is how he's won the past two immunities. Dude, to be fair, last time he only competed against Kendra and Julie. And then the time before he only competed against like half the cast. Right. So Bruce has never won immunity against the whole cast. That's true. He's never had an Austin to go up against, I guess. So. Well, I don't. Yeah. And I forget who sat out. I don't think Austin sat out two episodes ago when he won. But so much lose. Thankfully, this episode, there's no losing your vote. There's just a lot of, a lot oh, of crime. Oh, yeah. There was no weird twist. Or Katura anything, saw though. the ocean and how calm it was. 
and internalize and internally she's freaking out for some reason she doesn't know why well okay so this happens when you have a panic attack yeah it's just like rationality goes out the window and it's just pure adrenaline and emotion there's like 50 cameras right there jeff's right there there's a platform there's the thing you're going to be leaning against and there's a very calm ocean this is not like that crazy ocean we got last season or two seasons ago when they were doing last gasp and it kept going over them the whole time that i would like if I was doing Last Gasp where you're face up against the grate and it's the water. Yeah, over, that over. is intense. Yes. Yeah. This so calm. And she cries. This is like our fifth cries episode. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not. It, I can't say anything. Like, I don't I don't know. I've I will had say that. that I personally, uh, whenever I go to the eye doctor, my eye, I uh, back when I was in the Navy, we did this oc spray thing and before i did that my eyes were perfectly fine and then after i did that my eyes have like not to belittle ptsd but my eyes have like ptsd basically same time something gets close to my eyes ever since that event happened where we had to do oc spray and like totally messed up my eyes they uh my eyes like freak out if you get close to them but Mm -hmm. i don't cry like actually my brain the whole time is like I'm so annoyed in my eyes for doing this. Yeah, well that's the difference because you can still even though your body is reacting, you're still able to logically like rationalize the situation. And that's what I'm saying. I can understand her body like being like, "Oh, I I can't do this. What the heck? Oh no, this is cr-. even though you know this is nothing. This is nothing." But her brain also was I mean like her my, unless that was well, I mean her brain also seemed irrational. It yeah. wasn't just her body. And I'm saying I can understand like my body gets irrational about saying, anything in close to my eye. Until you've gone through a panic attack. Yeah. You, you can't understand. No, I can't. I'm just saying that's the closest comparison I have. Yeah. And it's like and, and well, I'm, that's so minor. And I'm saying that when your body does that, it's like I like the my eye doctor gets annoyed. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. I know that you're not gonna hurt me. I get that. Similar, my eye doesn't get it. <laughs> similar situation where you like you cannot control anything about your body yes. at that point. Yeah. So and yeah. Katura just like couldn't control anything at that moment. So unfortunately she stepped down. I don't think she was in the running to win it anyways. Hi. I think my annoyance with it is like they made it such a big deal. I just like. Yeah. Can you stop making these things into big deals? <laughs> like it, it makes it almost worse. Here's the thing. I don't think Jeff could have. It's not. So like when Sari walked across the balance beam in Game Changers, it mm-hmm. was so dumb. <laughs> like making this a thing, walking across the balance beam. Yeah. Like here we are, Survivor Legend, fourth time playing, and we're making a big deal. She's walking across the balance beam. Right. Because she struggled with it. And at the moment, it felt so dumb. But little do we know, that was just a sign of things to come. Here we are, and I, I, Jeff's being supportive. He's not going to be mean. He's being Grandpa Jeff. He's yes. being Grandpa Jeff. And I'm not knocking Jeff at all. He did nothing wrong. No. It's just like, this does not help the appearance of Survivor 45 in the cast. Mm-hmm. When we now have a third person seemingly freaking out over nothing. Yeah. We had Hannah quit. Yep. We had Sean quit. Yeah. And now we have <laughs> Brandon it's- almost died in challenges. And now Katura's crying because of the calm ocean. And it's like, bruh. You know, I can I and this is like the most this is the least bra of them all. But bra, it's like four people out of 18. Mm -hmm. And then whenever people comment on the channel, they're like, oh, this cast, like they're weak and stuff. And it's like, I can't even like say no, you're wrong. Like, I can't like your opinion is valid. Four out of 18 people now have shown that they struggle with the game of Survivor. Yeah. 45 seasons deep. Like this is there's nothing new. This is not nothing new. Not pulling anything new out of their hat here. 
Guatemala, you had to walk for 24 hours to get to your camp. Yeah, a 24 hour hike. People, Bobby John literally like was on the brink of death. Mm-hmm. And we're over here freaking out over calm ocean water. You know what I mean? I you know understand. what I mean? Guatemala's not even that great of a season. I understand. But that's 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 what I mean. Like, and I can't even like sit here and defend. And then Adam gets blasted on the on fire podcast with Jeff multiple weeks, and the three people he put in, like none of them are quitting or freaking out over calm water. True. Anyways, that's my rant. True. It's just like ugh. So that's enough time to talk about that. Um, so Anyways. Austin wins. Yes, Austin wins the immediate challenge. Good for him. This is kind of what you're suspecting. He seems very fit. He was doing great pre-merge mm-hmm. challenges. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, the first confessional we have after getting back to campus, Bruce saying, I'm going to be fine because I'm going to play my idol. Tonight. Oh, they overplayed this and Bruce <laughs> overplayed this. I know. He's like, I might as well because everybody knows about it. Yes. Like, that's the correct call, Bruce. It's just like so that was the right call. So dumb. <laughs> that was the right call. Yeah, he had it. This whole episode is crying and dumb, yeah. dumb and crying. This is the dumbest and cryingest episode of the whole season. Dumb strategically, crying for everybody, basically. Right. I uh, mean, really, the only only thing else we have to talk about is like surprisingly, Couture is the one that says, "Hey, as much as I want to get Bruce out, I think we should try and target." Julie and the read before and Emily's like, yeah, that's a great idea. And she's lying to her. Well, yeah, she's lying. To she her. did come clean to Katura. She's like, I do think we should get Mama Julie out, but not yet. I think because yeah, Katura voted Bruce tonight. And anyway, so they were says you can't go to the end with Julie, Emily. She'll win. Right. You can't. Everybody and loves a mama. Yes. Katura's Katura had a good episode, like just logically as far as like put emotions aside and vote on the actual threat. But then when your alliance says, no, let's go this way, you know, being willing to swing and go with, of course, it was what she wanted originally was to get Bruce out anyways. But I don't know. I was just, as we've expressed, frustrated. Katura's wrong, though. People do not respect the mom in the final three. If you're known as mama, whatever, you don't get respect in final three. Well, not that we've seen, I guess, but. People wanted to point out that Tina won in season two, and that is correct. She won. In a season where she was running the alliance and actually was making ruthless moves and Colby kind of like flailed on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the only time if people say Sandra's a mom. Mm-hmm. Eh. I don't think Sandra played up the she's not she was never known as Mama Sandra. You don't go to Sandra to feel emotionally better. You know what I mean? Right. You go to Sandra right. to make fun of people and to get mad at villains. Yes. Sandra is not a mama in that sense. Mama Julie being that you're leaning on like she's in that role where you just don't win. You don't win Survivor in this role. If you go on the show and you're known as Mama, you need to break out of that role real quick. Apparently, no, I you guess. do. Historically, it is does not work. I think Peridium made a video about the mom archetype in Survivor, and yeah, it's like it's just historically like not not the right way to go to win the game. Yeah, so is actually wrong here. Not I mean she's not seeing the edit of the season, but just historically she's wrong. Maybe that's what Emily's There's going so for. This episode. I'm baffled. I am baffled. If this was a story video for just the episode, I cannot name how many times I would put the word dumb up on screen for people. Dumb, 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 dumb. Only episode. I mean, I am just frustrated at the moment. I can tell. It's a very good season, by the way. Yeah, we're still enjoying the season. I yeah, just I just so much dumb gameplay this episode. Yeah. I could see both ways as far as like Emily's gameplay. And I we'll keep see. defending her, but Emily somehow needs to get Reba to turn on each other and them also to leave her alone. 
Right. That's what she she needs. And she had her opportunity tonight with Bruce's idol and she blew it. Yeah. She blew it. She blew did. It. So her the the other big hey. note I had from this section was, you know, Emily says, No, let's not get Mama Julie out. Let's go ahead and convince Bruce that he's safe. She wants gonna to be play Jake. With the boys. And then everybody's gonna say, Wow, look what Emily did. And it's true. I mean, she did. She convinced Bruce. And it was her. And we didn't see any other conversations of anyone else talking to Bruce about this. It was solely Emily who convinced Bruce that it was going to be Jake tonight. Yeah. And Bruce ended up going home. And I, I think people even like who I'll have to go down. When Emily talks to Katura, Katura says inside him seething with anger for Bruce. Yeah. Sorry. Seething with anger. Jake turns and tells Emily well done at tribal. She hates him. So. It it should be obvious that this was Emily's, you know, move. I don't know. It just seemed like it seemed like maybe if it worked out for Emily, it was what she wanted and what she wanted happened, which is always a positive if you're playing in Survivor. But yeah, I don't know. It it is just kind of frustrating that you don't see the fact that the re before need to be broken up. Emily wants to hi hi vote out the boys. That's what she wanted to do tonight. I don't I don't couldn't understand your enunciation. I was saying she wanted to vote out the boys. Oh, gotcha. I was changing the words, mm-hmm. but I'm not a good singer. Mm-hmm. I'm no Jay Maya. Yeah. I'm not. You Nor am I Sifu with my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Emily does appeal to Bruce's ego. And it's like, if it wasn't in the context of getting Bruce out, I would be like, yay, Emily, what a great move. That's exactly what you need to do when somebody has an ego. They yes. don't recognize it. Sure. And you can take advantage of it. Like, she played him skillfully. She played him skillfully, but she played him to get him out, which is the wrong move. She just should have played him to get out a Reba member. Yes. <laughs> ah. I agree. Jake asks Bruce why he lied to him about the idol. Bruce tells him, you know, it's a game. Bruce, by the way, totally wrong here. Bruce played this wrong. What should he have said? Bruce played this all wrong with Jake. And then Jake goes and cries. And I think this is our last cry of the episode, but this is like cry number six or seven. Mm-hmm. I, could, I, I lost count. Once, There's too many. I mean, all the women cry. I don't know if you count them all individually when they got their letters and did sob stories. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want the count. We need like, we got a confessional counter. Where's the crying counter? You know, <laughs> are we up to, up to double digits technically? I have no idea. I have no Let idea. me know. I, usually an episode comes with one cry. Everybody knows the rules, but in this case we got 10. So anyways. All right. So Bruce is encouraging to Jake. Couture is encouraging. Couture is encouraging to Jake. Yeah. We go to tribal council. Jake feels dumb, he tells Jeff. Yeah. And it's actually endearing to the jury. Yes. Oh, everybody, yeah, feels bad for Jake. And, which I would too, because at this point, the jury's also on the outs of the rest of the group. You know, they've been backstabbed by everybody else. They in the all group. felt dumb. They all felt dumb. Yeah. So they're connecting with Jake. So this is actually a good moment mm-hmm. for Jake. You know, anytime you can connect with the jury is great. But. It still doesn't bode well for him because he's not connected with the rest of his tribe. Who's going to keep him in or not, you know? So yeah, I'm not sure if this gets the respect of the jury to vote for you over, over others, but man, if you went to the end with Katur and Bruce, you you would win Jake. Yeah. Too late. Too I agree. Late. It's too late. Too late. Bello had to turn on each other. Yeah. But that remember that time when he tried to get Katur to vote and make Austin flip and she didn't do it. That yes. was a huge moment. That was you, the turning I moment of his you, game. I told you. That was the turning moment of his game. Yep. There's no going back. That was mm-hmm. it. That was the huge move and it failed. And yep. they made it a big deal in the episode. And here's why. Yep. Here we are. Bello has all flipped on each other. Yep. 
self-destructing in front of her eyes self-destruction i made a video recently called the worst tribe collapse in survivor history and it still is glue being up eight to four at the merge is still worse but this is pretty bad mm -hmm. this collapse like bellow could have run this game and they just decided to alter each other they did this is so it's not the worst tribe collapse but it's definitely a part with like in token chains when it was like jt steven and taj mm -hmm. versus all of timbira and timbira's like Let's just vote each other off. <laughs> Tyson, <laughs> Coach, Sierra, they all had beef with each other. Yeah. So instead of focusing on the smart moves, they just decided to be petty and vote each other off. And that's why it's such a good season. When you let emotions overtake your logic. Yeah, dictate yeah. what you're going to do in the mm -hmm. game, yeah. So <clears throat> I really don't have many notes on Tribal, do you? Um, I mean, I think I already said the one that was important, which was Jake looking at Emily and telling her good job. Yeah. Gameplay-wise, not much in this Tribal. Right. Tonight. Very... I I'm used to the try uh, to the jury maybe having like one whispered word here or there. It mm -hmm. seems like we get a lot of jury content talking. I like it when they're just talking to themselves though. Well, yeah, they're they're not like obviously they're not allowed to talk or interact with the cast at all. But, but they'll make they'll give them looks and stuff. So yes. sometimes they do. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's interesting. I'm enjoying. It. I'm just saying. I, th I feel like we're we're getting a lot. So. Yeah. Well, and and I enjoy it because. It gives us insight in what the jury's thinking, especially yes. when we don't have Ponderosa videos yes. and stuff. Well, I saw a Caleb Ponderosa yeah, video. Oh, you know, I meant to save that. Let me make a note of, of saving that video. You're yeah, I welcome. did, but that wasn't really like, that was weird. That was just Caleb. It was, it was just weird. like this week. When, yeah, when, so it was like when he first got there, but that should have been more content yeah. than that. So I don't know. And I think the only other note was that everyone was so excited that the plan, like everyone was surprised. Because obviously they were expecting Bruce to play his idol. Mm -hmm. So everyone was super pumped. So once again, Emily's going to be the hero of this, which it is going to raise her target Yeah, again. But, you know, just overall, it painted Emily in a positive light. And that, that was yeah, It felt almost notes. too positive. Too positive for Too Emily. positive combined with this being a dumb move. It's just like, yeah. oh. That's is she going to Christian Ubiqui her way out of this game? That's what Christian Ubiqui had the same issue. Mm -hmm. He played really well everybody loved him and he made a dumb move i yeah. think an episode before he got voted off yeah like an episode or two before he got voted off you're probably just like, right emily i know you can't see the positive edit but emily <laughs> can you not can you pull through here emily d final three i want that i want to see who wins i think emily wins i could be wrong in that final two three yeah, scenario we'll see. Okay, so Bruce doesn't play the idol. I'm baffled. I'm waiting. I really want to hear. I'm going to listen for his ex interview when it comes out. Uh, I usually listen to one he does with. I usually listen listen to the ones that Gordon Holmes does. I know some people listen to Robin's podcast. Sometimes I listen to them too. So I, we'll see if he talks about neither of those. But yeah, why didn't he play his idol? Like, what did he think was like? I can't even on paper figure out why didn't why wouldn't Bruce play his idol? It, he really he thought, thought that just safe. the appearance of maybe playing it was enough. Yeah. That doesn't that works out less often than you think it, you know, it happens too often that people go home with idols in their pockets. Like you should know this. Do you know anything about Survivor? Idols your pocket and everybody knows about the idol. Right. And I, I know I understand it's so tempting because you, you just want to save it. One for more vote. One more one vote. More vote. But it one more. You've got to get there. Yeah. I don't know. It, he really should have played it. Even if he thought the vote was going to be. What it would it would it? I, I, I don't five, know. That's three, what I'm saying. Like, I'm I not sure what he thought know, the vote was going to be. He should have known. Even if he had Gatura, Emily, and 
And Jake, like he didn't have the numbers. Who was yeah. the fifth number? Mm-hmm. I'm just confused. I don't understand what the plan I, here was. I don't know. He thought they were all going to split on him and Jake and then the the Bellow three plus Emily were going to vote together, I guess. But like, I what? guess what? All right. So <clears throat> next again, that's, that's putting your game in other people's hands. I know. And not when you have <laughs> that, you have safety in your it. own I'm hands. O- I'm so over it. Yeah. I'm not mad that Bruce got voted off. I'm just mad by so much dumb gameplay tonight. Right. And and excessive crying. But that's <laughs> less so excessive crying. Next up on Survivor, Dee and Austin have romantic music. Mm-hmm. And they're cuddling. But followed by immediate cut to Austin yeah. say, people are going to get hurt. Relationships are going to be broken. Well, you think he's going to turn on D? Yes. I mean, they don't. Uh, yeah, I guess their love connection is kind of loose. That's what they're implying. Yeah. Which means it ain't going to happen because next time on Survivor is a lie. Everything on next time on Survivor is a lie. <laughs> next time on Survivor is not. The truth is in the episode and previously on, but it's never in next time on. Yes. Next time on is always like slightly the, twisted. The show trying to blindside you with a lie, basically. Yeah. People want Julie out, which means she's not going. Right. And she says, I'm going rogue, which she might, mm-hmm. but she's not going. So Julie's safe next week, everybody. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> if you're playing on the MyPix app with us, Julie's safe next week. Don't put her on your vote-offs. Actually, go ahead, do. I want to be you. <laughs> I, we both picked Bruce this week. I mean, I picked Bruce and I picked Drew. Because ho- I was hoping a Reba's going to go. I like, was who's hoping the most a Reba would Reba? go also. Yeah. But, yeah, just the, the fact Bruce that been Bruce being... Coming. Yeah, Bruce was should have been coming. It was just like, is he going to be cocky and plays weeks, out or not? Weeks yeah. he's been coming. Unfortunately, weeks. Yeah. Okay, what's new on Patreon? Which, by the way, is free to sign up for. Links in the description. Uh, right now on Patreon, all the members are voting on whether I should do a winner story for whoever wins 45, whether I should do a secrets video. You know, every month, people can pick what videos I make. There's always constant suggestions in the comments. Can you make this video? Can you make this video? Patreon. People suggest and they vote. That's where it happens. That's where all the video ideas come from. I just posted Russell's multi-season video covering all four seasons, plus more, plus more, two hours and 47 minutes. That one's up on Patreon. Keith Nails video I'm working on at the moment. As of time recording, I'm working on it. The time you're listening to this right now, I'm working on it. It'll be a Patreon. <laughs> this very moment. This I don't know if you have this very moment you'll listen to it, but be a Patreon this week, by the end of this week at the latest. I just on YouTube posted Ceri's Big Brother video. By the way, Mary, people told me, Watching 42 episodes of Big Brother 25 wasn't enough to talk about Suri's story. I needed to also watch 2,400 hours of live feed. Oh, my. And include that in the video. And I'm like, are you insane? Who has that kind of time? <laughs> but if somebody had that kind of time made the video, I'd watch it. Sure, you go for it. I don't it. think even Ethan Animal covers 2,400 hours of live feeds. But if he does, amazing, because he's working on Jag's video right now. Can you still watch? Like, are they recorded somewhere? I'm I don't know. I just watched the 42 episodes and I talk about 42 episodes. Like that's enough. All right. Big brother. Anyways. And then Parvati's video. I just posted the other day on YouTube as well. Nice. All right. So we thank you all for supporting the channel. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us even when CBS is like two years after a video comes out, they're like, knock it down. No revenue. What? (laughs) What? It's been two years. CBS chill out. All right. So Mary last week's secret scenes. Tell me all about it. What secret scenes did we get last week? So last week we had Bruce's revival. Which basically Bruce just said he'd been having a rough day, but he got to go to sanctuary and eat and rest. And he just is feeling good. 
Uh, he talked to Julian Kendra for a minute about how every every morning, his whole the whole time being there, he's just woken up being excited. Because last week was a very positive episode for Bruce. Before he went home this week, like Emily. Right? Oh no. Oh no. Wait. <laughs> Anyways, Bruce says every day he'd woken up like happy to be there, except for that day because of everything that happened with the Kelly vote out. Yeah. And um, but now you know he's just feeling better and feeling good. And Julian Kendra, like, yeah. It's hard, but you got to keep going. And that was that was interesting. That's nothing. All right. Nothing. So what else you got? The other one. Basically, Drew, D and Emily are talking about how they're playing with real people. And this was after the Kelly blindside. And they were like feeling the emotions of voting out a friend. And um, all they had crying in the secret scene. I don't remember crying. But basically, uh, I think the interesting thing about this was Austin apologizes to Dee for taking out Kelly. And Dee says, don't apologize. You know, this is was the right move, even though it was emotional for her. So that that was basically that. Okay. Not great necessarily for Dee, because it's talked about how she made a smart decision over an emotional decision. Um, and then the third one, this one was very weird to me. All it was was them talking about day one of Survivor and how they felt. Yeah, they're like, it's day. I remember I saw this one. It's like, they're like, it's day 17. Let's reflect on day one. It's yeah. like, so I'm right. glad this was cut from the show. We're on the boat. And we don't think it's real. And it's just all goosebumps. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, cool. We're on day 17. I'm now, glad they left so. that out because that would just give another reason for people to be like, this cast is weak. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just, just like wasn't very interesting. Yeah, more ammo to knock on the cast. Yeah. What a great season, by the way. But man, does the cast not? I mean, sometimes just don't do themselves favors, you know. But like, who's to say this doesn't happen every season and this is the only time they include it yeah. in a secret scene? Yeah. So, all right. Well, Mary, time for you to ask me a trivia question and hopefully stump you. stump me. Yes. So what do you have for me this week? What's the trivia question this week? Well, I feel like this is probably easy because you know so much about Survivor. So like once again, I have two parts. So part number one, what Survivor player has had their torch stuff the snuffed the most times? Okay, and part number two, how many times? Five. Dang it. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I was hoping that'd be a little uh, bit he harder. He never got snuffed to Cook Islands. He got snuffed once in Micronesia. He got snuffed three times in South Pacific, and he got snuffed once in Game Changers. Micronesia, I think, I think it was at the final 10. South Pacific, the first time was on purpose. He's like, vote me out so I can go to Exile or go to Redemption Island so I can knock off Christine. Second time was uh, he didn't want it to happen. It was just the freaking coach tribe was steamrolling. And then the third time he came back from Redemption and then lost on the very last final immunity and got voted off. And then in Game Changers, it was the last vote of the pre-merge. There you go. Okay, I'll work a little bit harder next time. I thought that one would be... I thought you'd have to like at least think about it. No. Episode 11 and 13 are my trivia questions. Are you, episode 12 is your last time to really like... You, you'd have something you once a season. That token cheese question you gave me. Nice. Where you're like, the, the, what was the name or the words and the logo or whatever? It was that, turns out it was on token cheese. They're all the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you nailed me on that one. You gotta go hard, Mary. I'll work hard. You gotta think, why would Wesley possibly know this? That's the question. <laughs> if you find... A question that goes, you go, why would Wesley possibly know this? There you go. Okay. Okay. Now it's time for TV ratings and full disclosure in between question of the week and TV ratings. We did stop the podcast recording and listen to hi, <laughs> playing with 
up, boys. Just want I just want to be clear with everybody. Just and people think, is this a joke? No, we stopped. This is why we don't live record. There's <laughs> times where we stop, take a bathroom break, times we stop and listen to Hi. All right, so TV ratings, Mary. Last week was Thanksgiving. Huge yes. hit to viewership. Though, as you'll see on screen for those who are watching on YouTube, uh, it was a hit to everybody because even Celebrity Jeopardy, which is usually at like four point something million, only at three point something million. So last week, good. Survivor, <laughs> good. Eat no, it, Celebrity Jeopardy. No, good. I'm glad people are like doing family things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like watching us. TV. <laughs> I mean, we did family things on Thanksgiving, but not the night before. So <laughs> 4.61 million. Uh, it was actually the second least viewed episode of the season. But again, Thanksgiving. Sure. So. Not a huge knock against it by any means. So I was doing well. It keeps dominating Wednesday nights. It'll be a real question will be next season when the scripted shows come back. Mm-hmm. You know, we're get, we got so many CBS advertisements like, don't worry, don't worry. We're bringing back all the shows, that other shows that you watch that aren't reality shows. Though I think we have seen the same ad for Raid the Cage, like the same exact ad for yes. like three or four weeks now. Well, also, I feel like if you watch scripted shows, you don't really watch reality shows. And if there aren't scripted shows on, you just watch like it's typically a different streaming. Audience. Yeah, it's a sure. different audience. So I, I don't know if that would necessarily like it might. Sure. Because Mary and I don't watch any scripted shows that air on CBS. We yeah. watch scripted television. We just don't watch specifically the CBS scripted shows. Yeah. Survivor Amazing Race about it. Tough as nails sometimes when they're not doing excessive crying themselves. Yeah. On a show called Tough as Nails and Survivor, I expect less crying, yes. frankly, than what we get. So, all right, let's move on to winner analysis. And no, we didn't pause it. We didn't just listen to Kenny Loggins again. That was in between. <laughs> <laughs> that was between the other segment I just told you yeah. about. All right, so winner analysis. Uh, I will be doing a full blown winner analysis with Rebecca tomorrow. Though we've talked so much about winner analysis throughout this whole episode. Yeah. That this is why you don't skip to just the section because, like, it's just, I would swear, probably half our podcast is winner analysis already. So, anyways. We're going to rank all seven right now, Mary and I, but I'm doing it tomorrow with Rebecca in depth. Mary, let's just rapid fire. Okay. Who's your number seven? My number seven is Katura. My number seven is Julie. Who's your number six? Jake. For me, it's Drew. Who's your number five? Drew. For me, it's Jake. We're just (laughs) flip-flopping on that one. Number four for you. Julie. Number four for me is Katura. Okay. So, Mary, who's your number three? D. All right. Why is D? Why is D at three? How is she not higher? Um, so... I think if she gets to the end, she definitely has a good shot. She's been shown to be in the re before as kind of the one of the power players there. Um, not only just re before, but like in the re before, what she wants usually goes. Her votes happen, and she's you know pretty likable. Nobody's really targeting her. I I mean, people are targeting her a lot, but it's not like a serious threat at this moment. So my issue with the I think why I have her in number three is I don't know if she'll make it to the end because. Now the big targets are gone. I mean, Bruce is gone. Caleb's gone. Kelly's gone. Apparently she was a big threat. Um, so I think if you're going to go after the Rebel Four, you've got to go after D or Austin next. And so that's why she's number three for me, because I think she, her threat level is so high. But they keep mentioning Drew and Julie. D is like under the radar in a sense. No. Even though a couple weeks ago she was, well, th- this week, like who even mentioned flipping in this, on D? In this, in this week's episode... I don't think her name was necessarily mentioned. It was all Julie. Drew's name wasn't ever brought up. Jake. I mean, not that Jake has any power. No, that, yeah, that was nothing. Um, Yeah, so I 
I think that she should be a target and mm-hmm. she should be somebody that is looked at soon. And if, as I hope, Emily gets to the end, um, Emily's already targeted D a couple of times. It just hasn't happened yet. So let's talk about this real quick. I know I'm cutting you off, but I no, think we're number three for me is Austin. Number two is Emily. Number one's D. Is yours is yours D Austin than Emily? Yes. Okay. Two so Austin, let's just talk about these three people as a group because yes. my number one is D. My number two is Emily. Number three is Austin. Mary's number one is Emily. Number two Austin. Number three D. Okay, just to be clear because I did rapid like fire those names basically uh, kind uh, of kind of <laughs> so let's just talk about this so austin uh, so let's talk about d i guess d for me is number one d for you is number three mm-hmm. d i think at the moment has is not only in the best position in this game has had julie and austin both say they can't vote her off yes we are now at the final seven that is three sevenths of the cast who is not going to vote off d that is a ton that's almost half Okay, and Jake holds no power in this game. Katura has no story outside of Bruce. Mm-hmm. You know, M- D's only competition is Emily to win. Austin, I put Austin here because Austin might be our Gabler because it could be a Jesse Carlos situation mm-hmm. with D and Emily. But like, how is it not D or Emily at this point? I agree. I think it's definitely going to be D or Emily. And again, same reasoning for having Austin is that I think he's going to be a, a threat in challenges and he could just immunity his way to the end and can he make fire he could make fire we you know he's kind of the wild card in my opinion of who could still make it and is likable enough and hasn't burnt bridges and could be respected enough to win no i'm saying can also make fire i have no idea oh i don't know you know yeah I have a, hopefully <laughs> i guess yeah. if you want him to win but i don't know i think just the way the editing has gone and i i take it as a positive you take it as a negative for emily as far as how much content she's been getting. Oh, no. This, just this episode. It's too positive for me. But she's had so many positive episodes. It felt episodes. like Bruce. Bruce got so positive last week. And then Bruce look, had look one Bruce now. positive episode. No. Okay. You did get one positive. Yeah. Episode, that, and that was it. Um, But besides that, Emily has been shown consistently to have positive. She's had growth. She's had strategy. She had personal content. Mm-hmm. D, we do see. We have, we have had personal content from her. We've had strategy from her. But she's definitely less. I think she's less in the edit than Emily is. Her negatives have been so small. Her negatives opinion. are very small, but so are Emily's negatives. Yeah. I th- I just think that. I think Emily's too in our face, frankly. I think if Emily and D both are at the end, Emily wins because of her storyline. But if D make it in without Emily, yes, she definitely could win. So we'll see. I to me, it's definitely a toss up between those two. I think I'm locking in this week. You're going to lock in well, with Well, I said last week, I'm like 99% sure. I think I have to. I don't mean I don't have I mean, to. We're getting close. I'm lock- I think I'm locking in D, number one, for the win. Well, I'm locking I in Emily. I hope my track record <laughs> is so good outside of Gabler. Man, I got Gablered hard. <laughs> I got Gablered hard. But episode 10 is usually, we, we talked about this from 39 through 44, with the exception of Gabler. Like, by episode 10, I have the winner locked in. And most of the time, you're agreeing with me. Yeah, I disagreeing with you this time no, that's okay if emily wins like great story it'll be a good season awesome i have her yeah. at number two as i said it's almost like in a sense i want to do one a one b i know that's that shouldn't be allowed and therefore i'm not allowing it yeah but it's like in a sense like emily and d it's like i have to give d the edge though because d is strategically in the best position and i've seen multiple people say she can't go and julie and drew aren't winning 
Well, okay, so we've seen one so much- one episode where two people say, I'm not voting and for D. And they still haven't brought it up since about how they did it. Nobody's brought up. Things, Julie and Drew are not sitting around going, I want to get D out. Things change all sorry, Julie the time. And Austin. All the time. And if you'll notice, I keep noticing this almost anytime the D and Austin relationship comes up or something's mm-hmm. hinted at it, we usually get a confessional of Austin saying, I'm, I'm going to turn on Reba. I've yeah, got to turn on Reba. It's a lot of talk. Sure. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of talk. talk. But I'm just saying those could be definitely previews. I want to know why previously on Survivor reminded us that Julie had the idol this episode because it didn't come up this episode. Are they going to remind us next episode? I feel like that's important. I feel like either A, I think, honestly, I think A is absolutely happening. Austin's not getting the idol back. Mm-hmm. And also B, the, oh, it's or, well, A is happening. Austin's not getting that idol back. It's now Julie's. B, is that idol the reason Austin goes? It could be. You know? That could be Julie going rogue and keeping the idol. Yeah, and knocking Austin off. And getting Austin. And Austin's a locked vote for D. Final, final three. She reaches final three. Austin's voting for D. Sure, maybe. He's not vo- I mean, maybe Drew. Okay. You assume a lot. <sighs> I've watched enough Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> I do this five days a week. Okay? I understand. Like, this is why when we watch Big Brother, I'm like baffled. I understand it's being edited live, but it's like baffling how like incoherent it could be. But I get it's also being edited like days after it happened. So where Survivor has had the knowledge of months and months, what already happened, and they had time to th- produce the episode better and all that. So it's like Survivor's a lot more fun to watch in that sense. But it's also yeah. like it does make it a little bit more predictable because they do know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sherlock Big Brother doesn't. So they're just taking shots in the dark. Maybe this will be important later on the line. I have no idea. Right. Survivor's very intentional. And intentionally, I think we only have D or Emily in Austin is if D and Emily go like a mm-hmm. Jesse Carlo situation. Right. You know, Jesse Carlo went and was like, crap, who's going to win now? Cassidy? No, Gabler. <laughs> Gabler somehow. So, and by the way, I say Gabler somehow because that's how I felt in the moment. I right. made a video all about Gabler's win. I know why Gabler won. It makes complete sense. But yeah, I can see an Oxy Austin winning because who disrespects Austin? Well, and that's the cool thing about this game because who doesn't like Austin? Think, well, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why Austin's still in the number. Their top three for me because, like I said, he could win immunizing it there. Uh, but it's not like a Drew situation where if Drew gets the end, I don't think he's gonna be eloquent enough to convince the jury to vote for him. Drew can't win. His sob story was cut. Yeah. Besides that. Besides that. All right. But Austin is likable. You know, I feel like he could charm his way into the end and getting the million dollars because he's just he's a charmer and he's got that personality. But, but again, that's what, that's why I do like Survivor. I mean, that's why we we thought it was such fun when Gabler won because, like, you can't you can't predict everyone's motives yeah. and how they're gonna view things. So, like, sure, we can analyze all this all we want, but we don't see every single minute of every single day of these people's interactions with each other. This is why we like Survivor. It's unpredictable. You never know what might happen. That's all I was saying. Survivor is actually, maybe it's almost like, in a sense, while this is the best season in a while, and part of that is the longer edit, the longer edit also is like, they have to work harder now to cover up who the winner is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Because we do know more. Because 44, it was like plain as day because of the stupid Matt chat. How, and by the way, the Matt chat is like, if Emily doesn't win, Matt chat's dead. Yeah. And that's like, I haven't mentioned as much because it doesn't feel like it was so obvious. It had to be like Jam Jam was so obvious. Mm-hmm. He wasn't being targeted. He was charismatic. He's main character. Emily, I think, could be very well targeted. She's 
right now she's knocking out people, but she's knocking out people who she needs to be working with. Jam Jam wasn't knocking out people he's supposed to be working with. He stayed true to Carolyn <laughs> and yeah. Carson. Those two were stuck, sucked him like glue smartly. Well, when, you could say the same thing of Emily. She's working with people she stayed loyal with the whole time. But she, these people are not taking Emily to the end. Okay. They just said today, Emily, you underestimate yourself. But what else has she got? She has nobody else. Like these well, are the she, people. Well, now she doesn't. These are the people she's been working with the <laughs> longest. She has, Bruce was willing to work with she her. She never worked with Bello. Ugh, brother. I understand. I, I understand why this happened. I'm just saying. Ugh. If Emily, I hope Emily wins. I hope Emily does something. But this whole episode, ugh, so many dumb moves. And people in comments are gonna disagree with me, and that's okay. Yeah. Just let you know, it's okay. You can disagree with me all you want. What else is new? But Dee's winning. Emily wins if she gets there. I struggling to see Emily's path to the final three at the moment. I really am. I think if Reba's smart, they'll drag Jake. They should drag Bruce. Yeah, they'll they ja- should. drag Jake yeah. and they'll knock out Emily mm-hmm. and Katura. And it should be Reba four plus Jake, honestly. And sure. the final five. That's our finale episode should be the, the Reba four plus Jake. Like who's going to vote for Jake? Jake's turn on his own alliance. Bruce, if Bruce isn't even voting for Jake, you know, at the end, like yeah. take, take Jake with you. Jake has no power in this game. He's like, it's like, what is that? Two towers. You have no power here. That's Jake. Jake has no power here. You know, Good you like quote. that? Yes. I don't even I like, like that it. movie. I like the other two movies in that trilogy. Yes, I know. Yep. I have heard. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week's winter analysis. I will be doing a full blown with Rebecca tomorrow. who will probably have a lot of different opinions. I know Rebecca. I think Rebecca has D or Emily number one. So she probably agrees on that. Maybe we'll see. We'll see if Rebecca agrees with you or I. Okay. Probably you. What else is now? All right. So let's move on to your all's questions every week on YouTube after the episode's done. Ask for your all's questions. And I say all this because that's always when I'm pulling up the questions. <laughs> all right. So the first question is Mary. Do you think Gatura will stop hating Bruce now? Uh, is this the end of her <laughs> hating Bruce story? They say absence makes the heart go fonder. So in this case, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> We're in the finale. Katura somehow in the finale. And Katura's like, you know, just sitting or thinking about it. I hate Bruce. <laughs> I think we're going to get a follow up confessional next episode. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we'll hear about She's, it. Everyone's glad Bruce is gone, especially Katura. Mm-hmm. That will be what we get. All right. Next question. Oh, that was from Rachel Bachel, by the way. Uh, Seth asked, Jake has no allies. Will he be the next boot? Uh, I don't think so. I think if you're smart, this is where you need to make a move. And if you want to make a move, you've got to get the, those lone votes that are hanging on. So yeah. probably not. But, you know, again, anything is possible. And Jeff says, I think Jeff says this. Or maybe it's just kind of like rule of thumb is the odd numbers is the time to make your moves. Nine, seven, five. That's yeah. the time to make the moves because that's when, you know, your you tie votes are unlikely to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is it. Seven. It's time for people to make moves. We'll see. I don't think Jake's next. I think if people are smart, Jake. But then again, this whole episode, I'm like, people are smart. The, Bruce right. wouldn't even be our target right now. So what else is new? All right. Uh, Alamander asked, do you know, did you know that Katura hate dislikes Bruce? Did you know she? I did not. Thank you. Just for didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. All right. A, B, C, E, L, E, O asked, what path do you think Emily sees the end by wanting Bruce gone? How does Bruce being gone benefit Emily's game? Okay. So do you, I don't see it either. Cause go ahead and tell me. This is the only way I'm, th- I'm seeing it right now. Yep. So she realizes Reba is the, power right now mm-hmm. so she's sticking with three before until final five and then hoping to be the swing vote in whoever will take her 
to break up that final four and then get to the final three. That's that's my thought process there. Gannon awesome ass. Can we all agree that was way too much crying for one episode of Survivor? Agreed. Yes, Gannon. Also, if you want more crying, check out the show Tough as Nails. <laughs> we couldn't get season two. I was like, how much crying is going to be in this season? But I, mean, I want to watch your seasons, but I'm like, Ugh. I'm not sure if I want to sit through all the crying in a show called Tough as Nails. All right. So next question is from Polar- Polarity Games. Why must Bello insist on destroying their games more and more every episode? Why must they self-destruct? Yeah, I don't know. They're just not looking all at emotional. the overall picture. Yeah. It's emotional decision making. Emotions over logic. Yep. 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 Robert asked, do you think Emily made a risky move by getting Bruce voted out? Which could make her the next big target for the read before. Yes, I do think it was a very risky move. I, I don't think it's going to yeah. pay off. All right, next question is from Joel Rosenberg. Joel Rosenberg, I think I said. Do you think it would have been better for Emily to vote out D? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> D doesn't even have an idol. If they could have blindsided D, Austin wasn't going to play an idol for her. D should have been. I know Emily obviously cannot see the edit that we're seeing. Right. But D is absolutely the person of Reba who has been the head of Reba, but not in such an overt way. Mm-hmm. Yes. D was the best target, though. It's like, let's get out Julie. Julie's going to win at the end. Let's get out Drew. It's like, what about D? What about D? What about D? All right. So next question from Arium X. Also, Katura's rivalry with Bruce is instantly iconic. But what has she really done to conceivably, conceivably be the winner? Like, how could she earn the respect of the jury at the end? What is she going to say? I don't know. That's why I have her as number seven for me yeah. right now. I so, have her, she can't win. I, I don't think. I don't think that she has a path to winning now. Nicholas said, dude, Emily got a sob story. She's going to win. I mean, cool. that's not the end all be all. But to be fair, Emily does have a match hat and a sob story. Mm-hmm. But I am really sus on the match hat. I feel like. They were spitting in our face the way they present Brandon, Bruce, Emily cuts in on Bruce. If Emily wins the match at, but I don't know. It doesn't feel it's not like the past, like the new era was so blatantly obvious. And I felt like it was made such a big stink out of it last season. Mm-hmm. It was all over Reddit. It was all over Twitter. You know, when it stuff starts getting into like the casual space on Facebook, you know, the show knows about it. Right. It ain't just the hardcore talking about it. Then. So you think this is a bluff or. I, I a think double I think bluff. If <laughs> double bluff. <laughs> no, I'm saying if Emily doesn't win, we'll know it's a bluff. I mean, obviously. Well, obviously, yeah. But it's like <sighs> Emily's our only hope. So, all right. Uh that's actually it. Joshua says Matt Chat is dead, kind of. I'm not sure if because he says Bruce is gone, but like yeah. Emily kinda had one. So we'll see. Kinda. Kinda, kinda. Yeah. Okay, well. We appreciate y'all listening. We only got a few more weeks left of this thing. Episode 11, 12, and 13. That's it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Sounds right. (laughs) I think. Unless there's 14. You're the expert. Unless there's 14 episodes a season. I don't (laughs) think there is. I think there's just three more. I got to check the calendar now. This makes for amazing podcasting. Yeah, no, there's only three more weeks because the 20th is the finale. Yeah. The week before. Because they're not going to do the 27th. They're not going to do the week after Christmas. Okay. All right. Well, we thank you all for listening and we'll see you all next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.